And it's that time, the, my favorite, the fourth quarter with Aaron and Jake. Absolutely. And I would love to start the show off with a fabulous soundbite from the one and only UCF Knights. Hi, fans. You're only undefeated 2017 national champions. All right, so I just have to get your take on it, Jake. I mean, <laughs> UCF has rings. They've got the bling. I know they got a little heat on Twitter from Alabama because now Alabama is like, oh, we want rings. So what do you think about the Knights? Oh, my goodness. This is so ridiculous. Look, I'm happy they went undefeated, okay? But not every undefeated team deserves to, you know, get a championship ring. If they want to do it for their own idea, go I for it. I want a championship ring. I want to know well, where I, my ring's at. Well, I mean, I got one when I was in high school, but, I mean, that's about it. Oh, but, gosh. But let's remember this. Alabama was pretty much down against Georgia at this point. Tuatang oh, Vailoa was the quarterback at that point as well. They pulled off a classic right there. They deserved every single diamond that is put up on that ring. UCF, look, you had a great season. It's the first time ever. You know, Scott Frost did a great job. But as long as they keep it to themselves, I am fine with that. But don't make it be such a public display. It just looks foolish. It really does. It's participation trophy-like. Hey, we're we're Orlando's hometown team, baby. And I can't wait for this season. All right. I know you have a soundbite, too. I don't want to take deep, but I had to shout out to UCF. Yeah, to the NBA we go. Antetokounmpo blitz a quick one. Brogdon for the lead. There you go. You got a nice, excellent transition. They're going to make her five on the clock. Brogdon, they got to work quick. Brogdon with the left. Tipped up and in. Giannis with five seconds to go. Eight to shoot. They clear the area. Now Rubio comes over. Mitchell. It's a three. Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell swings it. Corner jump. Ingles. It's a three. And it's a party. Now that was amazing. I'm not the big. Look, I actually think that the NBA playoffs are an absolute snooze. But when I get to see the Celtics and the Bucks play like that, like I was actually on the edge of my seat. I actually jumped out of my couch off the couch a few times, and I was clapping really hard, and I was yelling at the TV, and I'm like, what's going to happen next? And then Giannis hit that tip in, and I'm like, oh my goodness, that was crazy. I guess you had to be there, because all I heard was swishes and and squeaky sneakers. <laughs> well, it was uh, done by the great Brian Jones and uh, Ian Eagle. Uh, they do excellent play-by-play work, as usual, but the Jazz is probably like my the most watched team, in my opinion, right now. They are taking down the thunder. It was hilarious last night. Seeing Russell Westbrook, four fouls. I saw Mick Rodney, of all people, trolling him. That is a new new look for Russell Westbrook. But this is what he does. When he gets overly emotional, he tries to put the team on his back, and now they might be gone next game. But I'm really happy for the Jazz because Don Mitchell is an absolute machine out there. That guy doesn't play like a rookie. He plays like a five-year guy. What do you think about the Cavaliers? Hey, well... Hang on a second. I'm just going to pull up this great book here. Now, I actually found this. This is actually called Where's Waldo Cavs Edition. Now, this is actually split up in games, okay? Now, game four, I actually found another Cavalier aside from LeBron James, and it was Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith and Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. I found them all. 
I found them all. But now I go to game five, and I'm going to be sitting there for about 30 minutes going, okay, where, where is anybody except for LeBron here? I don't feel like they're a good team. They don't deserve to get past the second round, in my opinion. So, I mean, I'm glad to see LeBron doing what he's doing like he always does. He puts the team on his back. But also, this is also the team that he did create midseason. So. That's true. It'll be interesting to see what LeBron does next season for sure. Oh, yeah. Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is probably like number one on his destination list. And then probably the Lakers will probably look into. Yeah, but I think it would be really interesting if he went to the Lakers. I, I, In my opinion, I feel like he should just stay with Cleveland. Yeah. Retire as a Cav. That's where you came from. But that's just me. I mean, that's that's what happens in sports is that you are never guaranteed to be at the same team forever. Not anymore. Not in the free agency world. Yep. Absolutely. Now let's go into some baseball. So I want to talk ah. about the Rays. Yeah, a little bit. All right. I'm just going to say goodnight. Yes. Oh, wait. I'm well, sorry. Hey, you good know, night. They, it's they, still early. <laughs> that's right. They beat the Twins 8-6 to six the other night, but Ooh. I couldn't. All I can remember is Gomez snapping that bat over his <laughs> knee in anger out of the striking out. I mean, that was ridiculous. I think he should get a fine for unsportsmanlike conduct, you know. And then after that, he hits... A home run, walk off, two, bats two in, which is incredible, wins the game and says, hey, that was for my son. Oh, I'm, I'm so proud of that. Uh, but you're never guaranteed to hit a home run. You're not Paul O'Neill from the show Seinfeld where you guarantee a home run or something like that to a Make-A-Wish Foundation. It's absolutely silly that Carlos Gomez acted like this because this is exactly what he does. He's a below 200 hitter right now. He was 0 for 4 on that day. And he pretty much celebrated like it was Yankees, Red Sox. And exactly. It was, it That's was what laughable. I said earlier. It's he's, crazy. This he's is on a race. his last leg right now. He's in it. Uh, he's pretty much with a franchise that is not destined to win this year. I mean, Logan Morrison, the former Ray, pretty much came out and said that. So, Carlos, know your role. Understand where you are. You're not on a contender right now. I found it to be silly. Yeah. But one thing that I thought was probably my highlight of baseball is the 21 pitches sent to Brandon Belt. That was insane. 12 minutes, 45 seconds. I mean, I watched the at-bat. It was insane. You should look up the video for sure. Brandon Belt, he had Mm -hmm. 11 straight foul balls. I mean, that's crazy. And total of 16 fouls. That hasn't happened since 1998 between Ricky Gutierrez and Bartolo Colon. Oh, my goodness. Bartolo Colon, who's still in the majors right now at the Texas Rangers. Yeah, that's great. That's one of those moments where, as a baseball fan, you're sitting there, you're like, I got to see that. I got to witness that. Because you don't get to see that much. I mean, like I said, we've been spoiled rotten with those inside-the-park home runs we had in the first two weeks. But now we got this, and we had a no-hitter by Sean Manea of the Oakland Athletics against the best team in baseball, the Red Sox. And then we got that 21 pitches. I mean, that was insane. I mean, this is why you got to love baseball, because – you just never know what's going to happen next. Exactly. Speak about what's happening next here. We're just two days away from the NFL draft. I know, and we only have about a minute left, so I want to go right, real, real quick. quick All right. Real quick. All right, so my first pick for the Browns is going to be running back Shaquan Barkley. What's Saquon? your first pick? Saquon Barkley? Yep. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. That's right. I am going to go all out. Heisman Trophy winner, baby. Let's go. I have Baker Mayfield going to the Jets for the third round pick. I got Josh Rosen. All right. What about your pick number two? I have Lamar Jackson with Louisville. Well, 
I would have to probably say uh, they would probably look at uh, Bradley Chubb, uh, defensive end for NC State. Uh, they got to make up now for the loss of Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, but, man, if Saquon Barkley goes to the Browns' first pick, that is going to throw a wrench into the Giants' plans going forward. But, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. We don't really know what's going to happen, but that's the greatest thing about the NFL draft, and that's why I can't wait. You're going to be at a draft party. I'm going to be at a draft party. We'll have some great sound bites exactly. for next week. Exactly. Can't wait for next week. And I'm going to be at the draft party with Aaron. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Go we'll Tampa more. Bay. We'll that's have more why. here on The Heat is On.